From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Beale Street Caravan is provided by the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau and the AutoZone Corporation. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat mitchell Worley, And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on Beale Street Caravan, we unlock the Beale Street Caravan vault of recordings and interviews for a very special show. We'll spend the next hour remembering blues legend, Little Milton. That's all coming up right now on Beale Street Caravan. I lose my self-control, but that's what love will do for you. That's what love will make you do. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin. This here is some of my favorite music in the world. Little Milton, pure Memphis blues. Big bands, horn sections, those killer T-bone-inspired guitar licks. It's timeless. Milton Campbell Jr. was born deep in the Mississippi Delta in 1934. His father was a musician, too, and he went by the name Big Milton. And so Milton Jr., well, he came to be known as, you guessed it, Little Milton. As a teenager, Little Milton cut his teeth on the streets and in juke joints around the Greenville, Mississippi area. He quickly became a local star. At a mere 18 years of age, he was discovered by none other than Ike Turner himself. Ike took Milton to Memphis, took him straight to Sam Phillips, and Milton immediately began cutting records for Sun. Sam would always say that Milton was one of his all-time favorites, that he was one of the greatest talents to ever walk in his studio. But try as they did, and Milton cut over a dozen sides for Son, they never had that one big hit. And in 1955, Milton and Sam went their separate ways as Sam became focused on a new discovery named Elvis Presley. Milton left Memphis making stops in St. Louis and Chicago, his career flourishing along the way with hits like Grits Ain't Groceries and Who's Cheating Who. By the time he returned to Memphis in 1969 to sign with Stax Records, he was a full-blown blues superstar. Little Milton went on to write and record countless blues hits like Age Ain't Nothing But a Thing and The Blues Is Alright. In 1988, he was inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame. A natural yet unfortunate byproduct of being a public radio program that's been on the air for over two decades is, well, we've lost a lot of our friends along the way. We've been lucky to have some of the all-time greats appear on the program. So we've put together a program today using a mix of interviews and special performances from Little Milton's appearances on Bill Street Caravan. It's just our little way of keeping the music and memory alive. Here's Little Milton live on Bill Street Caravan. Someone to help 
You were gonna help me do it, right? Are you still gonna help me? And we're gonna do this up, do it right. Allow me to be the director at this time. I'm in the light, right? That's a light on me. I want everybody that's got two hands that don't have swords in them. Together, this is what happens here. Put them together and clap them out Now, keep that going. Don't stop that for nothing or nobody. Now, what we're going to do next, we're going to sing it as we clap our hands, all right? But we're gonna sing it soft and low and soulful as we clap our hands. See, don't stop clapping loud. We're just gonna sing it soft and low. All right? All right? I want you to be with me. Now. I don't wanna lose you along the way. Remember now, keep clapping loud, but sing it soft and low. Let's try it. Now, here's what's gonna happen. When we start singing it in the beginning, it's gonna be soft, low, and soulful. As we get into it, we get a little louder and a little louder. When we get to the climax of part, you know what the climax of part is? I bet you you know what climax means. Some of us call it the short rows. That's when it gets real good. And it's fixing to be all over real soon. When we get there, what I want you to do is sing it as loud as you want to, or at least as loud as you can. 
Then I'm going to ask you to stand up and testify for the blues. All right? All right? Are you willing? All right, then we'll turn the lights on, see? And everybody will go home, hopefully, do something good with somebody. <laughs> All right? Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Let's try. Soft and low as you clap your hands. Say it now. Hey, hey. for the guitar. So uh, what I did was get some hay baling wire and attach both ends on the side of the house, put a piece of brick in one end and a piece of brick in the other end. Then you take a nail or some sort of object that in, a, in a bottle, you can make music. And I learned to do that pretty well. So I thought I really got good then I'd put up two strings of wire, then three strings of wire. I never put up any more than three strings. And I learned that if you tighten one tighter than the other, you'd get a different little tone, which, you know. So I started playing around with that, and I got pretty good with that, you know. But I had to have that guitar. Yes,
weather is cloudy. I tell you, that's a real good sign for rain. You come home and find your bedroom empty.
tell you why. You see, I just look everywhere for my dog and my woman. And oh, I think the damn dog done left me too. First, had to learn how to tune it. That was a friend of mine that his father played guitar, not as a, a occupation or anything. His father was a carpenter, but he knew how to tune a guitar. So he showed me, and he taught me to listen to the fall of the strings and what was E and so forth and so on. And with the little book thing that come with that, you know, I learned uh, how to play by ear and. In fact, I still play by ear. I can read chords, but as far as writing the music out and all of the fancy stuff, not for me, I play what I feel. Here's more from Little Milton live on Bill Street Caravan. Big boned woman. You got that? Huh? That's what it is. Listen. She's got a remedy, takes away my blue. And when she's bathing me, she makes the right move. She's a big woman. I love her sexy way. We'll stay together until my dying day. When love, she talks sweet baby talk. But when she's on her feet, she wiggles when she walks. She's my big woman. healthy one said I'm, I don't mean like health wise I'm talking about you know you know what I'm talking about
That was Little Milton live on Bill Street Caravan. We'll be right back with more music. It's time now for our feature host, Barbara Ching. She's an author and academic, and she's been exploring the relationship between country and blues music. This week, she talks about bluegrass music and Bill Monroe. Bluegrass music was invented by Bill Monroe after he had been playing on country radio shows like the Opry for a while. Trying to find a less old-timey sound, Monroe borrowed from the blues. He shouts and strains when he sings, and he borrowed many songs from the blues repertoire, as you'll hear. He also borrowed from jazz, particularly the practice of the bluegrass breakdown, where each of the bluegrass boys gets to show off their instrumental skills. Bluegrass's mystique comes from some crossroads. Where the sounds are high and lonesome, a blue moon shines over Kentucky, the souls are as dark as the night and as blue as the day, and men play their fiddles, banjos, mandolins, and guitars better than any mortal has a right to. Maybe that's why Bill Monroe was particularly fascinated with the traditional string tune, The Devil's Dream. 
He recorded it in 1963 with his new banjo player, Brad Keith, the first northerner to join Bill Monroe's Bluegrass Boys. The song had been found throughout the South. Alan Lomax, for example, found African-American Sid Hemphill playing it in the Mississippi Hill Country in 1942. According to bluegrass historian Neil Rosenberg, when Monroe's version of the song was released in 1963, musicians throughout Nashville wondered how he got that sound out of the banjo. bluesman Kokomo Arnold recorded Rocky Road Blues early in the 1930s. Bill Monroe recorded it with his Bluegrass Boys in 1945, and he flies over the bumps in the road. later, fellow Kentuckian Dwight Yoakam brought the blues way out of it in this live performance. Today's bluegrass heroes started as a bluegrass boy behind Bill Monroe. Del McCoy, for example, was a guitarist with Monroe in the 1960s. But since the 1980s, Del McCoy and his bluegrass band have recorded many great numbers. His Cheek to Cheek with the Blues, borrowed from Skeets McDonald, an obscure honky-tonker from the 1960s, tells about the morning when the blues fell on him.
Beale Street Caravan. This is Barbara Ching. We want to remind our listeners you can find Beale Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Look us up and join in on the fun. For more information or if you want to get involved, go to our website at BealeStreetCaravan.com. Shoot us an email or sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast. It's available through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere podcasts can be found. Speaking of podcasts, check out our newest production, the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, also available through iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in, this week on Beale Street Caravan, we have a very special program for you this week as we feature recordings and interviews from our archives of blues great Little Milton Campbell. This whole thing is making me think back to Little Milton's homegoing ceremony. Not only did he have all of his label mates from Malico Records and his friends that he played with and toured with over the years from Bobby Rush, Jimmy Vaughn came in from Texas. It was just like people were just walking in and it was the most inspiring experience because you could tell that everybody there loved Little Milton. He was just such a great guy. Here's a special treat for our listeners. Earlier we discussed how Milton was discovered by Ike Turner as a teenager performing in Greenville, Mississippi. Ike took Milton to Sam Phillips and he signed up to join Sun Records, soon recording over a dozen sides for Sam. The team of Ike, Milton, and Sam never produced a huge hit, but they remained lifelong friends. Here's Sun Records founder Sam Phillips talking about Little Milton. Little Milton Campbell. Uh, There is a name that I regret not having been able to work with more. You know, when you ran a small operation like I did, um, and you would hear uh, these talents, and you would hear these people that, uh, thank God, they were in many stages of development, most of them, were really rough-edged, and that was so good. I loved that because there's no fun trying to polish a polished stone, you know. I wouldn't think so if I were a jeweler. But I, I can tell you, and I didn't want to shine things up. 
I just wanted to kind of take that thing, roll it around, and see what uh, what it's worth. Milton uh, Campbell, little Milton, was uh, to me one that I truly just flat missed on. Uh, and I missed not because I didn't recognize his talent. Any damn fool in the world that had an ear could know that this guy had uh, unbelievable uh, talents. And as uh, proof of that, this guy is still around. He may not be selling a ton of records, but I guarantee he's still a fine entertainer. And if you hear of him being in your neighborhood, if he's way down in the center of the state and you live in the north part or the south part, go to see him. Milton is a great entertainer. But the real interesting thing about Milton was that he came along at a time and he had a certain type of <clears throat> innate uh, style that I couldn't quite, I uh, didn't want to change him too much. Uh, you, you just don't, do, I, I did not do that. The innateness of a person, the feel that they could engender by doing something the way they felt it, was a thing, and then if I thought that it possibly needed some alterations and, and everything that did not take the core of what this artist was trying to achieve in his own mind and the way he approached it. And little Milton Campbell was so intelligent that uh, I'll have to say that um, I am surprised that this man wasn't really a big, big record seller, notwithstanding the fact that uh, uh, that I didn't get to work with him, and I certainly believed in him as much as I wanted to. But anywhere that he went, it just seemed like possibly Milton Campbell was on the wrong corner at the wrong time. Uh, for his display of talent. But little Milton, I can tell you right now, is still a real, real entity into what the blues and rhythm and blues is all about.
this, I said. If you know you don't want me, then why won't you let me be? I sure wish 
Thank Johnny Taylor for that one. Isaac Hayes, David Porter.
And wasn't that a beautiful, pleasant surprise? Yes. I think what really gave uh, the so-called blues the biggest boost and the biggest shot in the arm is the mixture of the races. Like, together we stand, divided we fall. The more people that get a chance to uh, experience different types of music, even though um, they wanted to hear this kind of music all the time, but you had the older folk telling them, teaching them the, the hatred stuff, so they would have to slip and buy it. You know, they talk about uh, Elvis stole this. Elvis ain't stole a damn thing from nobody. You know, he heard what he loved, and he did his best to perform it and finally perfected it. But he caught particular hell, you know? They call him all kinds of names for the type of music that he was doing. And he finally broke through. It was easier for him because he was white, but he caught hell. It wasn't like they just accepted him like gung-ho. You know, but when, when the younger folk just refused to obey their parents, then, you know, it was no holding them back. And that's the same thing that has happened when we start playing all of these festivals and the kids and the younger folks start coming out and they, you know, look, look at B.B. today. You know, can you imagine what would have happened to B.B. if he had not gotten that exposure on the other side of the track, so to speak? You know, and the man earned it. Uh, I think that was the biggest boost get exposed to the whites. The more the merrier. You stay in one little segment there, then that's as far as your popularity is going to go. Here's more from Little Milton live on Bill Street Caravan. Somebody is trying to steal your love from me. But when I finally got inside out, heard my back door slam. Don't believe it, go sleep. I believe another man is in my house. Some strange going on around here. I'm damn gonna find out. I got home just a little early. To catch this man See the cologne that I wear Is like a bell But the air was filled with Pierre Cardin To my window to see, but oh, would you believe this, people? My own damn dog bit me. Don't believe it. I believe another man is in my house. Some strange one around here. I'm damn sure 
open every chance it's always fine but no matter how easy i pick it up it goes click every damn time That's it for our tribute to the late Little Milton live on Bill Street Caravan. If you enjoyed today's program and you'd like to learn more about Milton, there's so much out there we hardly know where to tell you to begin. There's a great collection of his early work with Sam Phillips called Little Milton, The Sun Masters. His work released on chess records is absolutely superb. Great releases on stacks, Walk in the Back Streets, Grit St. Groceries, and Live in Montreux. And he spent the largest part of his career releasing definitive blues records for Malico. Little Milton was nothing if not prodigious a musician's musician, and a band leader in the mold of B.B. and Bobby Blue Bland. He understood the importance of keeping his band working and in groceries. Little Milton toured relentlessly, and it wasn't an uncommon sight for Memphians in the 80s and 90s to spot his tour bus with his name emblazoned on the side in large cursive script, rolling in or out of town. The world lost Little Milton in 2005. He was 70 years young, but his blues will live forever. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. 
You won't find programming like this anywhere else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Follow us there. We've always got special features and additional content that we think you'll enjoy. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available anywhere podcasts can be found. We'll be back next week, so see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. And you've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Mm-hmm.